0: Welcome back. This is our encounter with God, and we are studying the change of the law this week. Mm. So join us every morning on Encounter with God, where you can join in with twenty other million with, with twenty million other people, I should say, mm-hmm. who are all studying the same, same subject together. Join a movement of faith as we study the Bible together.
1: So we all have a – just to explain how that works, I'm sure some people are quite confused. Are you all doing the same study at the same time? It's actually very easy. So we have a book. It's more like a booklet, I suppose. Yes, study Um, guide. Yeah, there's the four. Four of them come out a year, so they come out quarterly. I suppose you could say, and uh, and you can pick one up um, from Better Books and Food or your local Adventures Bookstore, uh, Book Center, ABC, and uh, or you can probably order them online. And um, yeah, and then yeah, every, actually
0: you can read them online.
1: You can read them online. We, need, we need to put
0: the we'll put the link up on yeah. we will put the page. link up on the
1: Facebook, so you can you can uh, just um, download it, or you can um, um, get a copy of the book and then just follow along. And every day it's separated into. Uh, a little portion of study. So you have one page a day and you just go through it uh, through the whole week. And it's a really wonderful way to collectively study the same topic.
0: So what's our next quiz clue?
1: Okay. Uh, Oh, we're a couple of clues behind, aren't we? Ah, We got so excited about our controversial statements this morning. Okay. So this is a what number am I quiz? And our clue now... Is before a girl's turn came to appear before King Xerxes, she had to receive treatments with perfumes and cosmetics for this many months.
0: Mm. Mm. See, they started with that clue. That's a very obscure clue. I would not have got that one.
1: I know that one because, like, how amazing would it be to have to go to the spa and get, like, day spa treatments (laughs) for this number of months? I could definitely, (laughs) definitely do that. (laughs) Ah. It'd be a good, a good, a good. (laughs) A good amount of time spent getting so long as you So long as
0: you're in love with Xerxes. <laughs> because the, the, the flip side is, of course, at the end of that, you're going to be married to Xerxes or possibly just tossed into the harem as one of the concubines.
1: Yeah, or not chosen at all.
0: Or not chosen – well, if you're not chosen at all, it's not so bad. You know, six months free holiday in a spa for, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. But I, I, guess, I guess Esther bagged the man. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, let's talk about the new Bible study we have this week. So we have the change of the law. All
0: right, so let's go to Revelation chapter 14 and verse 7 where we left off last week. We were reading, in fact, we're going to read verse 6 and 7 because this is a description right here of the everlasting gospel. So, just flicking over there to the book of Revelation, favorite book in the Bible, and verse 6 and 7. We'll start with verse 6 for us, please.
1: Okay, Revelation chapter 14, so A, bit, verse of a bit of a review
0: from last week coming up.
1: And I saw another angel flying through the sky, carrying the eternal good news to proclaim to the people who bring to the, this world to every nation, tribe, language, and people.
0: And I should state that if you are listening to this and going, wait a minute, that was yesterday, not last week, that's because you're listening to the to the delayed broadcast and you need to get with the times. Jump on faithfm.com.au or grab the TuneIn app on your mobile device and listen to us online where you can listen to the live show and it is just so much better.
1: So much better. You can actually like, you know, call in, get the prize, get the free giveaway at the end of the show. It's a, it's a good habit to start jumping on the live show.
0: Okay, so where were we up to there, Mon, um, the everlasting good news, I think you read about? Yes,
1: the everlasting good news is being proclaimed to the people who belong to this world, every nation, tribe, language, and people.
0: Now, of course, in my translation it calls it the everlasting gospel.
1: Oh. Why does
0: it why does yours say good news and why mine say gospel?
1: Uh two different translations, even though good news and gospel mean the same thing. Well gospel means good news.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So when, that's the, the, and, and of course, I think your translation is uh, obviously reaching out to a market that is not up to date, I guess, with Christianese.
1: <laughs> Christianese, I like
0: that. Our, 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 the language that Christians have, because Christians talk about the gospel all the time, and non-Christians go, what on earth is that word? What does that <laughs> mean? And so these guys are like, well, it means good news, so we'll just write good news.
1: So gospel means good news. Why is
0: it called the everlasting gospel?
1: Well, it's not about to run out, is it?
0: No, that's right. (laughs) It's going to be going forever. Absolutely. All right. So, the everlasting gospel. Read for us the first couple of lines of verse seven.
1: Fear God, he shouted. Give glory to Him.
0: Okay. Stop right there. Mm -hmm. Notice in verse six, he has the everlasting gospel, and now he shouts it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, mine says uh, in the end of verse six, mine says, uh, "Where I'm going to look at the wrong chapter here." Mine says He has the everlasting gospel To give to every nation Kindred, tongue, and people Saying with a loud voice Fear God and give glory to Him
1: For the time has come When He shall sit as judge Worship Him who made the heavens The earth, the sea And all the springs of water
0: Thank you So we went through this particular message In detail last week Mm -hmm. Not yesterday Mm -hmm. But last week Um, So Yeah Um, And in going through it in detail last week we noted a whole bunch of different things, but we came down to this last section of it and we had to rush over a little bit. So I want to go back to it and look at it again. It talks about worship him who did what?
1: Who created.
0: And what did he create?
1: The heavens, the earth, the sea, and all the springs of water.
0: Okay, so this is one of a number of places in the book of Revelation where the book of Revelation quotes from the Old Testament Mm -hmm. and quotes from a specific place in the Old Testament. Whereabouts is it quoting from in the Old Testament here?
1: Well, it sounds like he's cre- um, quoting creation, which is in Genesis, right?
0: Yes, but that creation story is told using the same language mm-hmm. as revelation in the book of Exodus. So we go to the book of Exodus, and we go to because this is this is a particular reference to something very very specific, and if we don't get what it's specifically referencing, then we'll miss the uh, the power of this particular passage okay verse uh, chapter 20 and verse 12
1: i knew you were going sorry verse
0: 11
1: (laughs) okay exodus 20 verse 11 says if I can find it for in 6 days the Lord made the heavens the earth the sea and everything in them but on the 7th day he rested this is why the Lord blessed the 7th day and set it apart as holy
0: there you go okay so revelation chapter 14 makes reference to a number of things in the everlasting gospel that goes to the whole world at the end of times it m- it mentions fear god in other words honor god it mentions give glory to Him. And, and fearing and honouring God really is um, respecting is respect mm-hmm. Him, and, and we do it by giving our lives to Him. Mm-hmm. Um, giving glory to God refers to how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. So we give our life to God, and then we live our life to His glory and honour. Then it references the fact that the judgment has already begun. That indicates that the return of Christ is going to be something that is going to take place very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Then it goes on to reference the Sabbath commandment. To worship God as Creator, and specifically quotes the fourth commandment. Mm-hmm. So, what does the fourth commandment have to do with creation, Mon?
1: Well, it's about keeping the Sabbath, and the Sabbath was at the end of creation. It was, um, you know, a, a day of rest from mm-hmm. the work of creation, mm-hmm. and a memorial um, of the fact that God is a Creator God. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, uh, go back to verse eight. What does what does verse eight say there?
1: Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy.
0: Why do you think God says remember right here?
1: Because it's important not to forget it? Yeah. And mm. why would
0: it be important not to forget that God is our creator?
1: Because well, it it's the linchpin of our whole life. Yeah. To if you think you, about yeah, yeah.
0: If you think about this, the biggest thing that drives mental illness in our world is lack of meaning. Mm. And it has been the concept of atheism. And evolution that has created lack of meaning in life. Mm -hmm. If you are simply a chemical composition that came about by accident and that one day will, you know, the chemicals in your body will change format and uh, into another format and you will, you know, be gone, and who are you? You are actually nobody. You are nothing. You are not relevant. You are not important. Um, You are no one. If, on the other hand, you are the personal creation of God. That God actually looked down on this earth and said, "Yes, I want to spend eternity with the rest of that person, with, re- with the rest of eternity with that person." Then suddenly, that makes you incredibly important.
2: Mm.
1: And it, it's it's so true. I, I just I was just thinking there. I'll you know so often when I hear um, of people who end their own lives. Um, so so often, um, if they've left like a note or or, or something, it's always. Seems to mention uh, a lack of purpose, a lack of knowing why they're here. Um, I'm sure you, you heard recently that uh, um, Avicii, who is a, a famous um, uh, DJ music producer, um, he killed himself just uh, a few weeks ago, mm. and uh, and and in, in his in his farewell note, he he just couldn't figure out why he was here and what the purpose was. So it is very sad, but it is also really important to know that we do have a creator. <music> You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
0: Yeah, it makes such a difference.
1: Mm, having a creator, creator gives you purpose and direction.
0: Absolutely, and somebody that you can look up to, somebody that cares for you, somebody that is looking out for you, somebody that you can worship, mm. um, somebody that you can follow, somebody that you, you know, and somebody just, that can show you what morality is and where happiness is going yeah. to be found.
1: Because we often think that our purpose and our meaning is bound up in our careers, but if you look at Avicii, he was you know the most famous uh, and successful DJ um, of right now. Absolutely, and he still you know couldn't find purpose, couldn't find meaning. So,
0: and look at how many people have reached the top of their careers and gone as far as they you know as they can go, and yet they found no purpose, no meaning. They may not have gone as far as Avicii did, but are uh, certainly dealing with depression, with um, drug abuse, mm-hmm. with You know, so many other issues in their life that are pulling their life apart.
1: Just even just reckless behavior from the whole, like, what's the point? There is no point, so who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. And yet, God (coughs) gave us the solution so long ago when He said, Remember Remember. the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Mm -hmm. And of course, as Christians, this out of all of the commandments, this is the one that we have forgotten. This is the one that we think about the very least. You know, if you ask a Christian, quote me some of the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. they're going to say, you know, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, don't have any other gods before me. And that's about as far as the average Christian can get in quoting the Ten Commandments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They will never quote this one because, and this is the one that God specifically said, don't forget this one.
1: It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like the devil's purposely
0: worked it out that way too. Yeah, you think about this, you think about this. God, God's, and, I've, and I've used this illustration on radio before. i use it again. On our world, God has driven a bullseye mm-hmm. to direct our attention to what he considers to be most important, most holy, um, and something that he really doesn't want us to ever forget. Mm-hmm. Because a bullseye focus your, uh, focuses your attention, right? Mm-hmm. It all points to the center. Yep. And so in our world, we have the Holy Land. Where's that?
1: Uh, it's over in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is in the Holy Land Middle East somewhere (laughs) (laughs) Now Mon you're a
0: traveller I know your geography is better than this It is called Israel
1: Look I have a floor right (laughs) (laughs) That's your excuse
0: (laughs) Alright So the Holy Land is in Israel And in Israel you have the Holy City What's that called? Jerusalem Okay and in the Holy City you have the Holy Mountain What's that called? Mount Moriah. That's the one. And on Mount Moriah you have the holy temple, and in the mm-hmm. holy temple you have a courtyard and then a holy place and then a most holy place. And then the centerpiece of the most holy place is the holy arc? ark of God.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And the centerpiece of the holy ark of God Does is the holy law of God, mm-hmm. and the centerpiece of the law of God is the fourth commandment, the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right there in the center. God is drawing a bullseye and he's saying, look, this is what I want you to remember because I always want you to remember that you did not come about by accident. You are not just random chance that you existed. You are the personal, individual creation of God and you are of infinite worth. Mm. That's the whole purpose of the Sabbath commandment. And He's like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Just so that you don't ever forget this, I'm going to give you a public holiday thinking that as humans – we would value a public holiday, right? Mm, mm. And then he goes, "I'm not going to be stingy like the Australian government and give you a public holiday, you know, once or twice a year, even though we do live in the land of the long weekend where we have a few more than other countries." Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, "I'm going to give you a public public holiday every week, once a week, a whole public holiday."
1: The nice way of thinking about God. Yes. Yeah, it's
0: beautiful. God, God, God's like, I mean, I'm just going to go way all out of my way to give you a public holiday once a week to remember me and to remember the fact that I'm your creator and that you are not there by chance, that you are my personal individual creation. That's how much I love you. And yet... What do we do? Oh, no, don't want, don't want anything to do with that. Think about how much we value Anzac Day and Australia Day and mm, Queen's birthday mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that. I was like, yes, I've got a day off. Yeah. And God comes to remember the Sabbath day to keep it whole. He's like, no.
1: Yeah. Give me some more What's work. with that? I know, it's crazy. Please
0: somebody explain that.
1: I guess that's the origin of the weekend is it's actually a public holiday given to us by God. Of course instead, it's a
0: public holiday given yeah. to us by God.
1: And instead we've, for- we've forgotten what it's all about and you know, so often we decide we want to go to work or, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: The, the day was given to us uh, by, the, cycle, by the, the, the earth rotating on its axis. Mm-hmm. The month was given us to us by the cycle of the moon. Mm-hmm. The year was given to us by the cycle of the, sun, uh, the, the, the earth around the sun. Mm-hmm. The weekend was given to us. By God,
1: yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing else. No physical nature. It was given to
0: us by God. Yeah, and everybody observes it globally Mm -hmm. and have forgotten the God who gave it to us.
1: And I think it's also important for our health to observe it because I mean, you look at all those cultures who have tried to enforce different lengths of week, like the ten week, ten day week, and. Yes. All that kind of nonsense. It's It's
0: actually, you know, it was on this day in 17-something or other Mm -hmm. that, uh, and forgive my French um, pronunciation, um, Robespierre, somebody. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Invented the cult of the divine being to replace the cult of reason because the cult of reason had come along and outlawed God. Oh. You know, that's smart. The French government can outlaw God. So they outlawed God, they outlawed religion, and we're going to follow reason. They, they started the, the cult of reason. Mm-hmm. And at least, you know, they were at least honest enough to admit that it was a form of religion. And, of course, because they wanted to get rid of everything that had any relationship to religion whatsoever at all, they created a metric week, a 10-day week.
1: Metric week.
0: Yes. They created (laughs) the – met. you know, uh, we have to be everlastingly thankful to the French. Um, And some of the things that came out of the French Revolution, such as the metric system, Uh. they invented the metric system of measurement because feet and inches is based on the Babylonian religious system of worshipping the number six.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yes. And, of course, the week was based on the Judeo-Christian system of worshipping God. Mm -hmm. And so they created the metric system, which is actually a much better system. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the metric, metric weak. So the Babylonian system, yes. Feet and inches, gone. No problem whatsoever at all. Mm -hmm. Piece of cake. And now the whole world is metric except for the United States, England, and I think Angola or somewhere. Somewhere. Can't Mm -hmm. remember. Um, And uh, great system. So the Babylonian system, yeah, gone. Piece of cake. When they tried to get rid of God's system, Mm. The seven-day week, it failed. It brought utter exhaustion on the entire nation. Wow. And the entire nation just backlashed against it and they went back to the Christian system of a Christian week.
1: I wonder how many people out there have known or realized or only just finding out now that the way we observe our week, seven days and it has a weekend,
0: is from That's the God's public holiday. Mm. It's from the Ten Commandments. You don't find it anywhere else. It it's doesn't come from nature. It, and it is universal.
1: Mm-hmm. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely universal. Everywhere you go, they have seven day a seven-day week and a weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. And not only is it universal, but it was universal across religions and cultures and, um, you know, throughout the ancient world. Languages. There are over 150 different ancient languages in the, which the word for the seventh day of the week is the word Sabbath. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So somebody, oh, this is just a Jewish thing. No, 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 no. This was global. And so typically in ancient languages, the days were the days were named like this. They were mm-hmm. named the first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, the sixth day, and Sabbath day. That's how the that were those were the names for the days of the week in wow. ancient cultures.
1: Yeah, if you think about it, even now languages like Spanish, it's Sabado.
0: All of your um, Romance languages, yeah, uh, call it the Sabbath. Yeah, Spanish, Italian, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. Romanian, um, yeah, they all call it the Sabbath. All of your Arabic languages. Um, you know, Aramaic base to them. Um, yeah, lots and lots of those ancient languages. That's what it's called.
1: Did you have any idea that the that the weekend is actually an institute from God observing creation? Give us a call one eight hundred Faith FM. We can have a chat about it. Um, but like, I do want to ask you. It does say here on our next page of our study. It does say the promise. Is there some sort of promise attached to this?
0: Yes, there is. Uh, The Bible says remember the Sabbath day and to to, to worship God on the Sabbath day. And, Mm -hmm. of course, uh, there is a promise that if we remember God on the Sabbath day that there are blessings for us. There is a blessing because God blessed the seventh day. Mm -hmm. He didn't bless any other day. Mm -hmm. You cannot get that blessing from anywhere other than where God placed it. It's that simple.
1: Let's find out more about that promise just after this song. This is Anna Beaten with Pay up
3: Bought some jeans at Target and ripped apart the pocket on Sunday. Hallelujah. Pay slip on the carpet and burnt it in the market on Monday. Hallelujah. Stop my business, says I'm sure you got your reasons. So just say, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Grandpa's got lymphoma and fell into a coma on Tuesday, hallelujah, couldn't pay the water bill and haven't had a shower since, wouldn't say hallelujah, hallelujah, while merging on the freeway, I hit a Ford, focus on, out a car, I couldn't make appointments on Friday, hallelujah. I lost my job, hallelujah, it's not my business, she says, I'm sure you got your reasons. so just say, hallelujah. I came to church a beggar and found I have a savior, so I'll just say hallelujah. I came to church a beggar and found I have a savior, so I'll just say hallelujah.
0: is Encounter with God. You were listening to Anna Beaton and we are back with our Bible study and this time we're going to go to Romans chapter 7. Mm. So Mon, why don't you take us to Romans 7 and there's an interesting passage here from, and, and, and you read this passage it almost sounds a bit discouraging Okay. until you get to chapter 8 and verse 1. <laughs> Alright, so we'll start in Romans chapter 7 and verse 15.
1: Okay. Romans 7 and verse 15. I really... I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I'm doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the, Lord is, the law is good. For I am not the one doing wrong, it is sin living in me that does it. And I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I want to do what is wrong, but I I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. And if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death?
0: Okay, stop right there. Mm. Did I tell you this would be a really discouraging yeah, passage? Yeah,
1: it's it's such a I feel I feel like <laughs> oh my goodness, this is like my soul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so you've got a you've got a passage here where Paul is is like, what do I do? You mm. know, he describes this situation where he is a slave. Mm-hmm. And he is not a slave to God, he is a slave to sin. Mhm. And it's just tearing him apart because he wants to be a slave to God, but he can't figure out how. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, oh, you know, whenever I try and do the right thing, I end up doing the wrong thing. And whenever, you know, and he's just like, what oh, is on earth. He, he's yeah, he's,
1: he's struggling.
0: It is super discouraging, isn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Who will be able to free me from the, um, yeah, the, um, the life the body of this death, mine says. Mm-hmm. Mine says, oh, wretched man that I am. Who will deliver me from the body of this death? This is a pretty strong statement right there, Uh isn't it?
1: And I feel like anyone who's ever tried to give up something or tried to go on on a diet or something or some sort of new regime or or made like a uh, New Year's resolution knows what this feels like. Absolutely. Knows exactly. You know what you want to do, but don't do it anyway.
0: (laughs) Okay, so is there someone who can set him free? That is the question. And the answer is found in verse 25.
1: Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ okay, our Lord. Okay, stop right
0: there. Is that good news? <laughs> that is very good if news. If the Bible had stopped with the previous verse, we would have been left Devastates. without hope. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But we have hope. Okay. It's true. Verse 25 again.
1: Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's Lord, but law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to
0: sin. Okay, now we come to the promise, which is in chapter 8 and verse 1.
1: So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because... Do you want me to keep going?
0: Yeah, uh, well, mine keeps going from there.
1: Oh, mine doesn't. What does yours say?
0: Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit.
1: Hmm, okay. Do yours stop? Yeah, mine stops right there.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. This is the best part of it because okay. Let me read here. There is now, there is therefore now no condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And so Paul here draws this contrast between walking after the flesh and walking after the spirit, and he invites us, (coughs) excuse me, to walk after the spirit, Uh, a life in which there is no condemnation, in which God is not, you know. Ever going to find fault with us because we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ? Mm.
1: I think it's yeah, it's definitely a wonderful verse, and it really does describe uh, the human condition. It describes us so well. You know, I was thinking about it's so true. Like I'm doing this thirty day juice fast, and I'm trying really hard, you know, to not give in to temptation. And sometimes the only way that I can do it is by is by asking God to help me, asking Jesus to help me. So, yeah. I,
0: I, How many days in are you now?
1: I think I have. Two days left.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you super excited about, or have you got past the point of? No, because
1: I've already made a decision. <laughs> so I, I, I'm actually doing this to help out a friend, really. She's doing 60 days, and I started oh, okay. doing 30 so, days. So, uh, <sighs> and, uh, and now that I'm at almost 30, I feel like a bit of a half time supporter. So, I have a feeling that I'm just going to
0: keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't don't go too far. We don't want you to fade away nah, to a shadow.
1: Nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't really feel like that excited at all about finishing because I feel like I might only just be halfway. <laughs>
0: um, how's your friend going?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think she's doing fine. I think yep. she's doing fine. Yeah. I she has up. some serious health issues and so this is really benefiting her with those. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. But yeah, sometimes like the smell of some food, I just got to take my mind to Jesus.
0: (laughs) Have you found that, uh, do you think you've reached that point yet where you're like, yeah, I'm over food. I'm happy to stay on juice for the rest of my life.
1: No, I'm even contemplating maybe having a couple of days break and then getting back into it because like literally.
0: Do you think you could do that though?
1: Yeah, but but not eating like, as long as I don't eat those addictive junk food items.
0: You're going to have to ease yourself back into this, right?
1: Yeah, but do you you know what I really just want to eat? What? Porridge. <laughs> I just want some
0: porridge. Well, that's, that's actually would be a good way to, to ease back into food because yeah. it's very easy on the digestion.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, th- this is the cool thing about doing a juice fast is at the end of it, you don't crave chocolate. You don't crave chips. You crave carrots and lettuce. Like I would just love some porridge and lettuce. Those are the two things I'm really looking
2: forward to, <laughs> porridge and lettuce. <laughs>
0: Come on, in two days' time, I'm going to turn up here for the <laughs> breakfast show and I'll have a large bowl of hot pot- mixed with (laughs) Not together, not together, Lyle. Separately,
1: come on now. (laughs) But yeah, but praying has been a massive part of this juice fast because I I know exactly how Paul feels when he's like trapped in this body that wants to do the wrong thing. Even though you fully acknowledge, you have a full mental acknowledgement of what you want to do and who you want to be, Mm -hmm. and yet you just keep making the wrong decision. So prayer is the only way that I've been able to get through that. Mm,
0: mm, mm, Absolutely. And praise God for that. Uh, And has it been successful? Mm. Have you? uh,
1: Yeah, I'm losing weight for sure. uh, Have
0: you measured or not? Or are you just going to wait until it's over and then?
1: I've been measuring a little bit here and there, but um, I will measure tonight and I can let you know. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Ah, Very good. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, congratulations, Mon. We are all... Very proud of you, particularly uh, I'm sure all the listeners here are very, very proud of you.
1: But just to be specific, it wasn't just to lose weight. I actually wanted to have my taste buds reset so that I wasn't craving chocolate all the
0: time. And you're going to have to maintain that now. Maintenance is exactly what it is. That's the the big challenge because we all know about dieting and how it can go Mm -hmm. up and down and up Mm -hmm. and down. And uh, maintenance and lifestyle change Mm -hmm. is what it's all about. And so if this is a a kickstart to a lifestyle change, then that's a good thing. And maybe um, that's what it is. Maybe if you push on for another couple of weeks, then at least you will um, have rewired your brain. Yeah. I think that's what do they say. It takes a month to rewire your brain. At least, yeah. And if you push on past that four-week period, then that will ensure that your brain is properly rewired mm-hmm. r- rather than just coming to the end of it. And it's like, <gasps> your brain yeah. just gets rewired and then you wire it back again the other direction.
1: Yeah, my housemates ask me, they're like, are you going to have a huge big junk food fest at the end of your fast? And I'm like, that's the whole point of it is to not even want to do a junk yeah, food fest exactly. at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: like the worst thing possible in a situation. Anyway. Okay, so we were looking at this passage here. We are particularly looking at this uh, uh, contrast. You've got... You know, if we look in verse seventeen, there for the scripture. Oops, that's the wrong ver- the wrong one. Seven, verse seventeen. For now, it is it is no more I that do it, but sin that lives in me. How do you get the sin out of you? It's by the power of Jesus Christ. Mm. There is no condemnation to those who live in Christ Jesus. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. We're going to listen to Anthem Lights.
4: All victory. Jesus, my Savior, forever. He sought me and bought me with His redeeming blood. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? The blood of Jesus What can make
2: service at 10 45 a.m. For more information, Google Seventh-day Adventist Church Townsville City.
0: listening to Chris McClane. Breathe on me, breath of God. Here on Faith FM, we have come to the question of the day.
1: But let me hit you with another clue for our quiz before I smack you with that question of the day. Okay, so what number am I? I'm going to give you two clues because I think we're a bit behind with our clues. So clue number three, it's the number of towns set aside as cities of refuge. I love that. Mm. And then no, clue number four is the number of days each week the Israelites were allowed by God to collect manna.
0: These are easy ones. Yeah, well, a, a, the only one that was obscure was the uh, Esther one, I think.
1: Well, let me give you a little clue there. The number of days each week the Israelites were allowed to collect manna, allowed by God to collect manna. They were allowed to collect it. Every day apart from Sabbath. Mm. So if you could do some simple math,
0: give me a call. <laughs> we 1- have 800- been talking about this.
1: 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843, and you will win the prize.
0: Okay, so our question of the day comes from Martin in Jeefston. Yo! Um Hello, hello, I have a question. There are numerous sins mentioned in Exodus, which, if committed, the ancient Israelites were commanded to put that person to death. If someone committed one of these sins today after their conversion... Are they able to be saved? Mm. Okay, so there's a number of aspects to this question that are worth addressing. Mm-hmm. Salvation, first of all, salvation and the death penalty are two different things. Mm-hmm. They are separate from each other. Mm-hmm. And so somebody under the ancient Israelite system, they did did have corporal punishment that included the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the death penalty was something that under a theocracy um, ultimately God would decide when a person died or did not die and they communicated with God in those days either through the high priest, through the Urim and the Thummim or through the, um, through the prophet at the time, etc. And the death penalty was incredibly rare. Mm. In fact, it was so rare that the ancient Israelites, if they, 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 said if they had a, an execution once every seven years, it was considered to be a slaughterhouse.
1: Wow, okay. So this was something
0: that very, very rarely did God ever intervene and say, yes, this person um, is actually worthy of the death penalty and and, and they would die as a result of that. Mm -hmm. What we need to remember is that the death penalty was separate from salvation. Mm. And so penalties are always separate from salvation. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So we have all sinned. The Bible says if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That does not mean that we will not suffer the results of sin. Mm. Yep. Okay? So if you take up smoking, God can forgive you of the sin of smoking or, or drinking alcohol or whatever, but that does not mean that you won't die of lung cancer. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so the, um, what you reap, you will sow. It's a, it's a simple Bible principle. So salvation and the penalty were two separate things. So yes, a person could be saved both then and now for having committed those sins if those sins are confessed.
1: Because you have plenty of prisoners who are in prison for, you know, you know, doing their horrible deeds, but they find salvation while they're there.
0: Yes. Um, and then they're
1: saved, even though they might face a death penalty. And then also, I think there's only one sin that you definitely won't be saved from, and that is the unpardonable sin.
0: And that is the sin that is never confessed, because that's the sin against the Holy Spirit, and it's the Holy Spirit that is your conscience. And when you no longer have a conscience... Mm -hmm. That's when you are past the point of being able to The
1: Bible says that we confess our sins He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins And cleanse us from all unrighteousness So if you can confess, you can be saved That's our question of the day If you have a question, give us a call 1-800-FAITH-FM Ask us anything you want And we will give it a crack Answering it live on air um, from the Bible We're going to have another song now Uh, This is Come There Found By Jesse Clark Funk
2: Come, Thou fountain of every blessing Tune my heart to sing Thy grace Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for songs of loudest praise Teach me some, lotus sonnet, Sung by flaming tongues above Praise the mountain, fixed upon it can see.
0: Jesse Clark with Come Thou Fount here on Faith FM. Mon, what are we giving away today? Oh,
1: we're going to give away a DVD. Tell the World DVD. <laughs> yeah, I thought, you know what? It's Monday. People are probably having their brains a bit mushy after a nice weekend, so let's do something nice and gentle. Let's give away a DVD for them to watch. So this is the Tell the World video. Um, wonderful movie. I really the enjoyed The best it.
0: period drama that you will find anywhere. Because I'm not into period dramas and this is the only one I ever watched and enjoyed
1: I just had to give him a sideways glance because I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's the only period drama you've ever seen <laughs> No, no, I've actually, you would not,
0: you would be surprised how What many your wife has seen. forced you to watch Oh my, you have no idea Walk into uh, the house and it's like, what are you
1: watching? Uh, this is the plight of every married man I fear
0: and every now and then you'll sit down and you'll try and get into it and it's like...
1: How can you not get into a period drama trouble? Okay,
0: this one is awesome.
1: This one is awesome. You heard this it from a man. You heard it from a yeah, man. that's right. Okay, so this, yeah, it is a, a wonderful movie. Um... And uh, all you need to do is give us a call. Be the first caller through 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. Or you could even text me if you want to just grab it by text. It's 491 64 You can even message me on Facebook if you're so inclined. And we will send it to you fall
0: free. We need to start Facebook, I think.
1: I know. Fa- I keep saying Facebook all the time. To so replace, I think we to
0: replace <laughs> Facebook with Facebook.
1: Yeah, wouldn't it be great if Facebook went the same way that Cambridge Analytica went and just disappeared? <laughs> we can just start Facebook
0: instead.
1: Hey, give me a call if you think we should start Facebook. <laughs> we can get that rolling. Oh. Maybe there's
0: a sponsor out there. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> this, get, get this thing up and happening.
1: If you want to sponsor Facebook, we should start like a Kickstarter for Facebook. <laughs> we should have we should have a discussion about what exactly Facebook would be and how it would look. In well, maybe we should.
0: Yeah. If you want, you've got some ideas, then send yeah. them on in, and we'll let's something could come of this, you never know. What is it, like a Christian-only
1: thing? I don't think that sounds very nice. No, you can't make
0: it Christian-only, but it's faith-based. Yeah. So its purpose, its mission would be to encourage and to spread faith
1: it has to be a positively different ah there you go positively (laughs) different (laughs) okay social
0: media positively positively different social network
1: yeah if you have any ideas on how to have a positively different social media network give us a call and uh and also thank you for joining us today we will obviously be back tomorrow morning after the seven o'clock news it is so bright and sunny today lyle i feel like i need to put my sunglasses on in the studio today Yes. Last week of autumn, no last month of autumn.
0: Yes. Of course if you'd like to know about more about the, uh, let me try that again. If you would like to know more about the Bible, give us a call. We love to connect people with the Bible. We can connect you with small groups, one-on-one studies, correspondence, online through the Discovery Center, any which way. We always love connecting people with the Bible. We love your company in the mornings. Stay with us. We have some great programming right now.
2: of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, thou that dwellest between the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin, and Manasseh, stir up thy strength.